You're listening to the Walking Wise Podcast by Gradient. Daily wisdom from the Proverbs for every day of October 2020. Here's today's episode. Proverbs 10. The Proverbs of Solomon. A wise son makes a glad father, but a foolish son is the grief of his mother. Treasures of wickedness profit nothing, but righteousness delivers from death. The Lord will not allow the righteous soul to famish, but he casts away the desire of the wicked. He who has a slack hand becomes poor, but the hand of the diligent makes rich. He who gathers in summer is a wise son. He who sleeps in a harvest is a son who causes shame. Blessings are on the head of the righteous, but violence covers the mouth of the wicked. The memory of the righteous is blessed, but the name of the wicked will rot. The wise in heart will receive commands, but a prating fool will fall. He who walks with integrity walks securely, but he who perverts his ways will become known. He who winks with the eye causes trouble, but a prating fool will fall. The mouth of the righteous is a well of life, but violence covers the mouth of the wicked. Hatred stirs up strife, but love covers all sins. Wisdom is found on the lips of him who has understanding, but a rod is for the back of him who is devoid of understanding. Wise people store up knowledge, but the mouth of the foolish is near destruction. The rich man's wealth is his strong city. The destruction of the poor is their poverty. The labor of the righteous leads to life, the wages of the wicked to sin. He who keeps instruction is in the way of life but he who refuses correction goes astray. Whoever hides hatred has lying lips, and whoever spreads slander is a fool. In the multitude of words, sin is not lacking, but he who restrains his lips is wise. The tongue of the righteous is choice silver. The heart of the wicked is worth little. The lips of the righteous feed many, but fools die for lack of wisdom. The blessing of the Lord makes one rich, and he adds no sorrow with it. To do evil is like sport to a fool, but a man of understanding has wisdom. The fear of the wicked will come upon him, and the desire of the righteous will be granted. When the whirlwind passes by, the wicked is no more, but the righteous has an everlasting foundation. As vinegar to the teeth and smoke to the eyes, so is the lazy man to those who send him. The fear of the Lord prolongs days, but the years of the wicked will be shortened. The hope of the righteous will be gladness, but the expectation of the wicked will perish. The way of the Lord is strength for the upright, but destruction will come to the workers of iniquity. The righteous will never be removed, but the wicked will not inhabit the earth. The mouth of the righteous brings forth wisdom, but the perverse tongue will be cut out. The lips of the righteous know what is acceptable, but the mouth of the wicked what is perverse. Proverbs 10 begins a section of seemingly unrelated wise quotes from King Solomon. These short axioms would make great tweets if social media existed in his time. In the spirit of keeping this a devotional podcast, I'm just going to highlight three proverbs from this chapter. Number one, let's talk about verse 11. The mouth of the righteous is a well of life, but violence covers the mouth of the wicked. Jesus once said, Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So what permeates your heart 
will come out your mouth. That's why in James chapter 3, verse 2, it says, If anyone does not stumble in word, he is a perfect man, able also to bridle the whole body. Indeed, we put bits in horses' mouths that they may obey us, and we turn their whole body. Look also at ships. Although they are so large and are driven by fierce winds, they are turned by a very small rudder wherever the pilot desires. Even so, the tongue is a little member and boasts great things. See how great a force a little fire kindles, and the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. The tongue is so set among our members that it defiles the whole body and sets on fire the course of nature, and it is set on fire by hell. We may not be able to stop our tongues from speaking our mind or what's in our heart, but we can decide what we want to put in our minds and heart. Do you have anyone in your life that you would consider an encourager? Somebody who always finds something nice to say, a compliment, sits you down, prays with you, dreams with you, hopes with you. Everyone needs someone in their life who will always be there to listen and push you forward. There's going to be extremely difficult days that you feel empty and that you can't go on, but the mouth of the righteous is a well of life. If you have no one like that in your life, go seek them out. Pray for one. Or you can start off by being an encouragement to somebody else. Secondly, we're going to look at verse 12. Hatred stirs up strife, but love covers all sins. Our culture perpetuates an us-versus-them mentality. Police versus people of color. Christians versus everybody else. Republicans versus Democrats. But like when Joshua asked the angel of the Lord if he was for Israel or against them, the angel said, no, because God doesn't pick a side. He is who he is, and it's us that need to choose his side. And what exactly is his side? Well, it's to love our neighbors, even our neighbors that we would consider enemies. When Peter was trying to save Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane by cutting off Malchus's ear, remember, Jesus said, those who live by the sword die by the sword. Violence will always beget violence. Hatred will always beget hatred. It's not enough that we just get poked with one eye. We want to take out two eyes in somebody else. But Christ died for us while we were still sinners, his enemies. Should we not share that love to cover the sins of those who wrong us? Thirdly and lastly, verse 26. As vinegar to the teeth and smoke to the eyes, so is the lazy man to those who send him. Do you have a reputation for being dependable or a reputation for being a flake? We're instructed to do our work heartily as unto the Lord. Christians should be known in our workplaces as the most diligent workers, the most faithful workers, because we do it for our King Jesus and not any other man. Sadly, though, we often blend right in with the world in terms of being late and being inconsistent, not dependable. But just think about how being a little early to work, always there, always consistent, can have an amazing impact and draw people to Jesus. When your boss, who may not treat you so well, sees how helpful and willing to serve you are, it's possible that you might actually freak him out because no one is just generous just because. But if you're a person who is lazy, watch out because no one wants to oversee a lazy person in the workplace. 
and it does bring a stain on the church and hurt our witness. So don't be a person that others use as a last resort. I guess I'm going to ask so-and-so because I know they're, they're a flake, but I have nobody else. Instead, be the type of person that everyone wants to be around and that everybody asks for help. Take it as a compliment if you're the person always asked to serve in this area or that area. Always need to be careful that you don't get burnt out and that you're hearing from the Lord. But at the end of the day, shouldn't Christians be those that other people can lean on? Now, all three of these short tweets challenge us in our witness towards outsiders. So let's hold each other accountable to the things we say, the things we believe, and the people we are. Thanks for listening. If you were encouraged by what you heard today, let us know by messaging us on our Instagram, gradient.ya. Hope to catch you tomorrow for our next episode of Walking Wise.